Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the self-confidence project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and let's dive straight into it because when we're out there dating, one of the things that often causes a lot of anxiety for us is the question, is this person right for me? And in today's show, I want to just give you some ideas to think about and share some ways that you can really start to understand whether or not a person you are falling for, spending more time with, or choosing to be part of your life is really the right person for you. Now, there is certainly no full foolproof formula for this, but I am going to share around five different ways to kind of just help you gauge whether or not the person you're spending time with might be the right fit for you, uh, along with an explanation of, you know, why this is important. Now, before I dive into that, if you're new to my podcast, welcome aboard. Really, really glad to have you here. I talk all things life, dating, and relationships bring on uh, really wonderful guests from time to time. Uh, and really the intention here on this show is just to create some perspective, help you really understand yourself better, and really help you move towards uh, a loving, meaningful relationship, which is really what all of us are craving today. Now, I am a coach. I do work one-on-one -on -one, privately and confidentially with men that are looking to improve their dating experience, get clarity, start attracting amazing women into their lives, and then go on to have very fulfilling and successful relationships. So if you're struggling when it comes to dating, or you recognize that you have a pattern that is not particularly working in your favor when it comes to dating women or having your relationship experiences, then uh, I do want to welcome you to, you know, book a call with me to understand if coaching might be the right modality to help you overcome some of the challenges that might be holding you back when it comes to having success in your relationships with women. So uh, don't be shy to, to book that consultation. I do have limited spots, however, so it is for men that are, you know, seriously interested in understanding what a coaching relationship can look like and how it can be beneficial to you. Um, and I'm having some, you know, really great success with my current clients right now. They're starting to really feel a sense of clarity and confidence when it comes to the women that they are dating. They're feeling like they're in a position of power. They're understanding what they want so much more and the communication they're having with women, whether that's in person, whether it's online, uh, it's just increased tenfold and that's really boosting their confidence. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in just learning how you can improve in this area and how you can get closer to having a deeply fulfilling relationship, then uh, book that complimentary consultation. We'll get to know each other, see if this is the right fit for you. And, uh, and if it is, then we'll get you on board and help you start seeing some results as soon as possible. Now, I've also got lots of free content out there on Instagram, daily reels and content, as well as a brand new YouTube channel. I think it's been running for eight or nine weeks now, uh, where I, you know, I'm doing longer form content on video about all things dating and relationships. So please check that out and give me a like and subscribe there to support the channel, as well as uh, leave a review of this podcast if you're finding it 
valuable, you're enjoying it, you've taken some tidbits away that are impactful and meaningful in your life, uh, leaving a review is one of the greatest ways to kind of uh, help this show get out to more people uh, and keep it high in the ratings as well. So how do you know if the person you're dating is right for you? It's not always easy to tell right away. And it's one of the things like I'd really believe that when we meet somebody, we need to we need to give these things time. We need to give a relationship time to marinate a little bit before we decide with certainty, this is my person or this isn't my person. And I reckon that we, we kind of determine that someone's not right for us pretty quickly. But when we are enjoying someone's company, when we are hitting it off on dates, when we are enjoying the dialogue we're having with them, we, you know, we don't want to also futurize this person. We don't want to fall in love with their potential. We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. We really want to understand if the person is right for us on multiple levels. And so the first, the first area that is so important is whether or not the person you are dating has shared values and goals to you. Now, they don't have to be a carbon copy. They do not have to be identical. But one of the most important things is whether or not you value and want to head it in a similar direction. Now, a lot of us get caught up because we're having fun with somebody. We're, you know, we're exploring mutual interests. Oh my gosh, they have the same uh, hobbies as me. Wow, they love the same films and music. Oh my gosh, it feels like I've known this person forever. But, but shared interests and hobbies doesn't equal shared values and life goals. So you really want to be asking yourself, where does this person want to head in their lives? And do we align on important aspects such as family, career ambitions, religion, lifestyle choices, because this is going to enhance your compatibility and it of course is gonna minimize huge conflicts that you're inevitably gonna have down the road because these are really big topics. If you're dating someone and you have great intimacy and you're having fun with them and you feel like they can do no wrong yet, they have a very different idea of family life, you may want to question some of that. If you're dating a woman who has zero career ambitions and it's important that you share a life with someone who does have some level of ambition, might not be the right person for you. If you differ on religion and that's of course something that's deeply important to you, then maybe they're not the right person for you, despite how much fun you can have on your dates. And if they're lifestyle choices, maybe even around health, or things like where they want to live and why that's important to them are vastly different than yours, then we have to understand that we can hit it off and have a lot of fun and chemistry and attraction with someone that isn't necessarily the best fit for us long term. So we don't want to allow ourselves to determine whether someone is right for us simply by the way we feel because our feelings aren't facts and our feelings will oscillate and change and your feelings are not gonna be as good as they are right now when you determine three years into the relationship that, oh, we never had the conversation about kids. You don't want them? Shoot, I do. Wow, we just spent three years together and now you know, there is no compromise on this. So understanding your shared values, where you're heading in the relationship takes time, 
takes conversation with this person you're getting to know. And it also takes you having an idea of what the heck you want in life. So if you don't know what's important to you, if you don't know what your values are, then it's going to be very difficult to determine whether someone is right for you because you don't even know yourself. This is why one of the exercises I really enjoy doing with my clients is a values elicitation. And there are a lot of different ways that we can do a values exercise. The one I do has been very, very helpful for my clients to really understand what's the most meaningful to them and how that impacts their relationship choices. So shared values and goals, guys, is definitely something to be considering when you're thinking, hey, is this person right for me? It's not just about the, uh, the, the feel-good feelings that you're having when you're on you know, those dates, it's really, hey, do we align in something that's very uh, important for us as we move forward together. Now, of course, without a doubt, effective communication. So, you know, this comes up all the time. Everybody has the same advice. You got to be able to communicate with your partner. What the heck does that even mean, right? It means you have to be honest and open and direct. It means you have to share your thoughts and feelings and concerns with your partner, not just the good things, Effective communication isn't, hey, we have a great conversation about what's going on in the world. That's great communication, but effective communication within the context of your relationship is understanding each other, being able to have emotional intimacy, being able to problem solve. It makes sure that you're both on the same page and can navigate challenges together. So radical honesty, sharing with your partner, your thoughts, your feelings, the concerns you're having, doesn't mean that your relationship is fraught with issues. It just means that you're being honest and that there are things that every couple is going to have to work on. And those need to be brought to the table. Otherwise, they grow and grow and grow and often turn into resentment. So having effective communication, you have to ask yourself, okay, outside of just, you know, enjoying the conversation we have on the dates that we go on, Uh, How have we effectively communicated when someone's feelings got hurt? How have we effectively communicated when we disagreed on how we wanted to spend Christmas this year? How do we communicate when a little bit of drama was stirred up within the family? You know, do we lash out at each other? Do we shut down emotionally? Do we uh, criticize a name call? Do we stonewall? Do we get really defensive? What What is our communication with this person like? And so, of course, this calls you to be a better person. you got to have strong communication skills on your side. But is your partner willing to be open and honest and have real conversations with you? Because if they're not, they may not be right for you long term. Because how are you going to navigate through the ups and downs of life if you have a partner that really isn't willing to talk about the tough stuff? So effective communication is something you want to be mindful of. And and again, it takes a little bit of time to see this within a person because, you know, in the first few months of dating, usually we're in the throes of love. We feel like, you know, our partner can do no wrong. We're really addicted to them. We're having a lot of fun and new experiences, which is fostering closeness and intimacy. And, you know, sometimes the stresses in life aren't really part of that new forming relationship or newly forming relationship. So over time we start to see, okay, how do we really sit down and talk about what's important to us and what does that feel like? And you know, what are our strengths and weaknesses when it comes to this uh, form of communication? Because yeah, (laughs) if you can't effectively communicate with your partner, you're in for a, (laughs) 
either a, a life of disassociating from what's really going on or just a lot of yo-yoing and highs and lows in a relationship, which can be very mentally exhausting for many of us. Okay, so we also want to look at respected mutual support. Yeah, of course, we all think, you know, I want to be respected. I want to respect my partner. These are things that are indicative of a healthy relationship, but mutual support is really important here, which means that you might disagree on stuff, but you can respect each other's opinions. You might have sim similar or different boundaries, but you can respect each other's boundaries. Right? We have individuality in the relationship. So, you know, my current partner has very different skills than I have, and I respect that he's different than me and I respect who he is. I respect his thoughts. I respect his opinions. I respect his individuality. And I believe very much so that he does towards me as well. So we have this mutual respect in our relationship, which creates that safe and nurturing environment. So if you're dating somebody and you get the sense that you know, you're really respectful of what they think and what they say and where, where their boundaries are, yet you're not feeling that same respect back. This is a real difficult relationship to try and manage, right? There has to be respect that goes both ways in the relationship. You both have to support each other's personal growth, each other's aspirations, and encourage the sense of partnership that is going to reinforce the bond that you have with each other. So ask yourself as you're dating someone new, do I feel the sense of mutual support? Am I supporting them? But are they also supporting me? Because many of us, especially when we suffer from a little bit of lower self-esteem or a bit of insecurity, we get into a relationship and we, we respect our partners, we support them, we're kind to them, we want to effectively communicate with them, but we're not necessarily getting that back, yet we ignore it because the idea of being loved by them is more important than respect and compatibility and all these other things that we later then see in the relationship tenfold. So make sure that you really have the strong sense of respect and mutual support before you decide to commit to this person for the rest of your life, right? Because commitment's a serious thing. Now, without a doubt, we want to also think about the emotional connection we have. So we go on dates, we see someone, they're attractive, they're handsome, they're gorgeous, they're pretty, they're whatever. We're having this sexual chemistry, like, oh, I can't keep my hands off of them. But what about the other level of connection? Do you feel emotionally connected to this person? So you want to have that physical connection as well, without a doubt. You want to know that, hey, if you're going to be with this person, that there's this desire and this sexiness between you. But what about the emotional connection? Right? It's what differentiates a romantic relationship from other types of connections. Feeling understood. Feeling valued. Feeling emotionally connected to your partner is going to strengthen the bond between you. And I'll tell you right now that when your emotional bond is strong, when your friendship is strong, you will have, you will be more resilient to life's challenges, right? So this involves sharing similar emotional needs, having somewhat similar communication styles, the ability to empathize with each other and be compassionate. These are all really important things to determine if someone is in fact right for you. And last but not least, and there's other things here, but this is, you know, my five points for today, 
is your ability to deal with conflict resolution and have what is known as adaptability. No relationship is without its disagreements. None. Some are just better at hiding it than others. How you both handle conflict is so crucial. When you're in a healthy relationship, right, it involves resolving disagreements respectfully without resorting to disrespect, criticism, manipulation, stonewalling, defensiveness, all of that stuff, contempt. So when's the last time you had a conflict and how did it go? And how did you show up? How would you rate yourself out of 100 on how you dealt with conflict? Were you petty? Were you mean? Did you walk out of the room? Did you criticize that person? Did you think they don't fucking know what they're talking about and roll your eyes? How do you deal with conflict? How adaptable are you? Because if you don't deal with conflict well and your partner doesn't deal with conflict well, well, you're going to have, <laughs> you're going to have some trouble, right? And the more conflict you have that is left unresolved, the more you emotionally detach from your partner, and then you don't have the strong emotional connection that is needed. Your friendship wa- you know, wavers, you lose respect for each other. And you know, now the relationship is over, or you just decide to carry on in this unfulfilling, unsatisfying relationship because you don't know how to leave it. Right? So Understand that conflict resolution is such an important skill and there are ways to learn how to handle conflict better. It's something that I teach a lot of my clients comes up so often, obviously, right? Advocating for your needs and wants respectfully, sharing your thoughts and opinions in a respectful manner, but dealing with problems that come up in your relationship in a way that is respectful without resorting to all these protest behaviors of you know, rolling over at night and ignoring your partner, huffing and puffing or withholding affection or, you know, going and doing stupid things just to make the your other partner jealous because you don't know how to maturely communicate what's going on for you. I see it all the time. I'm guilty of it in many ways. My partner is, all my friends are. Nobody is perfect when it comes to conflict resolution, but you can get better and you should. In fact, it should be a moral obligation to learn how to deal with conflict because guess what? Ain't going away. Our, our worlds are full of conflict. Our relationships are going to be full of conflict. So learning this ability to solve the problems in your relationship and know that you and your partner are on the same team. You're not like, pitted against each other and learning to be able to adapt to compromise And really, you know, problem solving is a sign of intelligence. So if you're able to solve problems with your partner together with them, then you're an intelligent couple and you're going to do really well. So learning to adapt to compromise, to find these solutions is really also going to demonstrate the commitment you have to that relationship and that adaptability or even that resilience is going to bode well for you. So, so as you date someone like, whoa, that's a lot of stuff to think about, but these things, you start to get a sense, right? Well, you start to have deep conversations with someone that you're dating and you talk about where you're heading in life. And if you can see that there's some parallel and similarities, you're on the right track. If you have a little bit of a, a hard time communicating, but there's this willingness to uh, hear the concerns of your partner and there's understanding and, and intimacy and problem solving, then you're on the right page here. If you respect your partner and you get the sense that they respect you, you're on the right page here right? If you're feeling emotionally connected and that you're feeling understood by this person and you're starting to understand them, you're on the right track. And if you can deal with difficulties with some level of respect here, you don't need to be perfect, then you're on the right track. 
these are signs that this is a good person for you. And in order to find a good person for you, you better become a good person yourself. So if you suck at all these things, get better at it. Because otherwise, you're going to struggle in your relationships. doesn't matter how wonderful the other person is. These factors are important for your long-term compatibility. They're important for your emotional fulfillment. They are important for your respect and safety. They're important for your health and stress management and overall wellness. And they're important for your ability to plan for the future. Remember that, of course, your relationship will evolve. It's important to give people time to grow and develop. But these are very valuable indicators. So learn to trust your instinct and intuition, not your anxiety. And pay attention to how this relationship is making you feel overall. Finding the right person for you really involves a combination of all of these things that I've shared with you today, as well as your personal intuition and the willingness of you wanting to work together with your partner for fulfilling and lasting connection. So I hope this podcast has brought you something of value to really think about here as you're navigating dating, getting to know somebody along with having fun and having joy and having the intimacy that we crave and enjoying each other's company. It's important to also be mindful of these factors too when you're out there dating for a life partner. So thanks very much for tuning into today's show. If you liked the episode, please leave it a review and five stars. Share it with someone that maybe just needs a little reminder as they're out there dating or someone that might be in a relationship that's wondering, is this the right relationship for me? Because that's a good sign to let you know maybe some of the areas that need to be worked on between you and your partner. Uh, So thanks very much for supporting my show. Hope you guys all have a wonderful upcoming weekend and talk to you next week. Ciao.